here's a message from Ken Lavica. Kyrie Irving, what an absolute pain, but maybe the Heat? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I'm in an internal battle with myself right now. Not just like life in general, but with Kyrie Irving, me, me. All I do is trash the guy, and I'm having an internal battle about Kyrie Irving. Hey, how's your life going? Ken Levick alive on a Wednesday. Or as Jeanette Javier puts it, Backstreet Boys Day. And everybody I know, especially those with a Y chromosome in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, mm-hmm. are going to see the Backstreet Boys Absolutely. tonight. Wednesday edition of Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3. You've heard her voice already. She is Jeanette Javier. She is our Dominican queen. And she is uh, uh, truly, truly one of, well... Well, the only female on Ken Levick alive. Uh, we're in the Andy Jarrett Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the was rainy, now sunshiny, should be nice for the concert tonight, Intracoastal. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And uh, I, I want to, there is a lot to talk about, a lot to get to, but I want to I wanna talk to you about an existential crisis that I'm having right now. And no, it's not the typical existential crisis that I have about, you know, my existence or my children or uh, why things in my home continue to break and why I spend so much money to repair a home and, uh, and, and where do we go from here and what's the meaning of life and things along those lines. That's for the second hour. That's for the second hour. We're going to be. Is there enough time in the second hour? <laughs> what is the meaning of life? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Why are we only two hours? Why are there weekends? Why does time exist? You know the typical questions. Um, but but my existential crisis today revolves around. Kyrie Irving, who, by the way, you could probably have one hell of an existential conversation with Kyrie Irving. I mean, it would just be a cavalcade of nonsense that comes out of his mouth. But boy, would he believe that he sounded smart, right? Absolutely. You I, need more than two hours for that guy. Oh, my God. Get on a, 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 like a, a Zoom call with him, and it'll go five, six, seven hours. He'll say nothing, but he'll be like, now are you enlightened? Like, that's his thing. But I would be absolutely intrigued. The conversation would be six to seven hours, but I feel like I would listen to every single word of it. Because it'd be absurd. know what's happening. Right, right. But, yeah, sure, you'd listen to, you'd listen to the words. Hey, you asked, like, six hypothetical questions. I'm sure he has an answer for at least, like, four of them. I, I was going to say. Like immediately, he yeah. doesn't even have to research it. Like his big old brain, his big smooth brain would know exactly how to answer it. Um, but Kyrie Irving, you remember back in in April after the Nets were unceremoniously dumped out of the playoffs by the Celtics, a four game sweep. Uh, Kyrie Irving took to the podium in Brooklyn. And he had nothing but sunshiny things on the horizon between he and the Brooklyn Nets. In fact, let's revisit what Kyrie Irving had to say at his postseason press conference after the Nets were swept out of the playoffs. We all felt it. Um, I, I felt like I was letting the team down uh, at, a, at a point where I wasn't able to play. Um, you know, we were trying to exercise every option for me to play, but I, I never wanted to just be about me. And I think it, it became a distraction at times. Yeah, thanks, um, Kyrie. You know, as you see, we just had some drastic changes. You know, we, we lost a um, franchise player and uh, we got a franchise player back. But, uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to, to see him on the floor. And um, there was no pressure for him either to step on the floor with us either. You know what I mean? Like, Ben, Ben's good. We have been. We have his back. He's going to be good for next year. But now we just we just turn the page and uh, look forward to what we're building as a franchise and, and really get tougher. In terms of my extension, man, I, I don't really plan on going anywhere. So, you know, this is, uh, like I said, this is added motivation for our franchise to be um, at the top of the league uh, for the next few years. And, 
um, you know, I'm just looking forward to the summer and just building with our guys here. I look forward to building with my guys here. Kyrie Irving, and we panned him for this, declaring that I will help to build the roster here in Brooklyn. A man who couldn't take on responsibility enough to get a shot in order to play an entire NBA season. He was going to take the responsibility to build the Brooklyn Nets roster. We laughed at the time, and <laughs> oh, that Kyrie, what a silly guy. But he's I'm not going anywhere. This extension, I'm not going anywhere. Alas, Monday, Shams, The Athletic, and I read to you from the following. One of the most anticipated free agency situations involves Brooklyn's Kyrie Irving, who has a June 29 deadline on his $36.9 million player option for next season. However, multiple sources tell The Athletic that conversations about Irving's future have gone stagnant between him and the Nets. An impasse currently exists among the parties that clears the way for the seven-time All-Star to consider an open marketplace, those sources said. My God, who could have predicted that? You mean Kyrie being difficult in a contract situation? You mean he was maybe being a little bit disingenuous about helping to build the roster? Jeanette, you don't say. Shook. Pearl Clutch. How dare he? I never saw this coming. So Kyrie Irving appears as if he is, in all likelihood, going to be available in this offseason. Now, later on in Sham's story in The Athletic, the Lakers, Knicks, and Clippers are expected to be among the interested suitors if Irving heads elsewhere. So on Monday, this led me to tweet the following because it was almost too good to be true. The visual, the hypothetical Kyrie Irving and, 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 and seeing him in the following uniform, but this is, this is truly, truly perfection. On Monday, I tweeted, but wait, Kyrie said he was going to be the Nets part-time GM. Also, please go to the Knicks. I dare you. How enjoyable would it be to see Knicks fans get so up, so excited, so anticipatory about Kyrie Irving in a Knicks uniform? Madison Square Garden, greatest arena in the world, the greatness of the Knicks are back, unbelievable. And then Kyrie pulls the same trash baggery that he did in Boston, the same trash baggery he did at the end in Cleveland, and then the same nonsense that he pulled with Brooklyn, and then Knicks fans go out sad again. Jeanette, just Think about how satisfying that would be. You really get hype over oh. the downfall oh. of people's emotions. Well, no, 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 not the downfall because Knicks fans' emotions are already in the base. The New York okay? Knicks are a national disgrace. Thank you, Stephen A. You're exactly right. They're horrible. They're absolutely horrible. Um, what I celebrate is continuing to suppress Knicks fans' emotions. But what's even greater is seeing them get a little bit high. And then come crashing back down. And Kyrie would be the absolute, uh, he would be like crypto right now. He would be Bitcoin from two years ago. He would be Bitcoin to the moon. And then 2022, (laughs) splat. Now he has has some blasphemous analogies, but I think that was the best one in a long time. Because when you do get Kyrie in a city like that, Kyrie is so hot. Yeah, he's basketball Bitcoin. Yes. Kyrie Irving is basketball Bitcoin. Absolutely. Unbelievable potential. Bad for the environment. Uh, but man, what you could do with that. The, 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 different, uh, the different escapades you could go on, the success you could find, and then all the bottom falls out and you're a, you're a disappointment and you have to sell your home. It, like that, he is the basketball Bitcoin. He is a ticking time bomb, and to throw him in New York has got to be, oh, and he's already in. Brooklyn. But like the team that people care about. But to throw him on the Knicks, it's like the scene out of Armageddon. Like it's just ticking oh. down. I have to fan myself. I'm getting hot. Like, just thinking about this, I'm getting tingly in the loins. I'm getting tingly in the nether nether regions. Like, Kyrie absolutely dump-trucking the Knicks. 
I need to go take a cold shower. And the thing is, oh. he would be the leader of that team. Like, they're so young. I think that one of the next oldest players oh. is, is Could Julius Randle. Kyrie is the leader? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the captain of the Knicks and R.J. Barrett and these 20-year-old kids. Could you imagine? No. Like, him as the basketball leader would have nothing to do with basketball. Instead, he would have, like, symposiums about why the moon's made of spaghetti or something. He would try to be the leader. Yeah. Not the best basketball player on the right. court, but it, the leader right. of the team. He would be the leader of Obi Toppin, R.J. Barrett, <laughs> Julius Randle. Like, literally oh, a bunch of man. children. It would be absolutely amazing. All of that said, I go back to 2018. Uh-oh. Here we go. Back to a time when Jimmy Butler was still with the Chicago Bulls. And Jimmy Butler was asked on Yahoo about the possibility of playing with Kyrie Irving. And here's what Jimmy Butler had to say. If you had to pick one name in the NBA and say, I'd like to play with that guy or like him to come and play with me, who would it be? Uh, one guy? Yep. I'd probably have to go with uh, my favorite player who's not myself, and that's Kyrie. I just I love Kyrie's game, man. And he's, and, he, and he's a really good dude. I heard some booze back there. So never mind. That wasn't Yahoo. That was actually first take when they used to have the studio audience. By the way, can we listen to that one more time? And yes, Jimmy Butler identifying Kyrie Irving. But hold on, because I want everybody to hear how they're trying to get Jimmy Butler to answer like it's the price is right. I don't understand. <laughs> like what, what is happening there? So Max Kellerman asks, who would you want to play with? And all of a sudden on first take, the price is right breaks out. Somebody in the background, you hear a, don't do it. If you had to pick one name in the NBA and say, I'd like to play with that guy or like him to come and play with me, who would it be? Don't do it! Don't do it! Lower! Lower! Higher! One dollar! I'd go with uh, my favorite player who's not myself, and that's Kyrie. I just, I love Kyrie's game, man. So, and he's- so, so I, I guess, I guess, like, Jimmy, I respect Jimmy, and I love Jimmy. And now Jimmy's an alpha. Jimmy's the guy. Mm -hmm. To me, Jimmy was the best player all postseason. And here's what I'm struggling with. Kyrie Irving is a flat-out clown Mm -hmm. in every sense of the word. On the floor, off the floor. He thinks he's some sort of philosopher. No, he's not. He's not. He's just sort of a clown. Mm -hmm. But if he's good enough for Jimmy Butler... Shouldn't you trust, wouldn't you trust Jimmy Butler a little bit to sort of envelop Kyrie in the culture? If you could fix Kyrie, if Kyrie could embrace the culture, how sick would the heat be? Stop. I think it also I mean, has a lot to do with, with the Stop, heat Stop, Ken. How sick would the, Jeanette, answer it. How sick would the heat be, Jeanette? I just can't believe you and the 180 that you're doing. This is not a you 180. Spent, yeah. You know, let me finish, Stone. You spent yeah. the beginning of the show trashing Kyrie. He has for months. Throwing him down. The basketball Bitcoin. And now look at you getting giddy on the thought of Kyrie joining the Heat. Who Ooh. are you? This has for You 10. want the Bitcoin of basketball yes. on the Miami Heat? Be- I don't know. Because you have the best Bitcoin investor running the show and Pat Riley. Have you seen And you have hap- one of the best traders in the market and Jimmy Butler. It, I don't like, think. They can make. Bitcoin. This is just buying the dip in Kyrie right now <laughs> and letting the, the boys go to work. Uh-oh. See, we've tapped into some broisms here for Stone buying the dip. See, now Stone's interested. He's engaged because he's hearing his language, very, his crypto language. Very engaged. And, and we're going to hear from Zach Lowe in a little bit. And he talks about how low Kyrie's price is nice, right now. Nice. Like, nice. He, he is on the market. <laughs> he that. can be sold right now for the lowest because nobody really wants him. But you get, put him in Pat Riley's hands and you put him in Jimmy Butler's hands. And Spoh's hand. Do you trust heat culture or do you not? And I trust heat culture. He's not heat culture Damn at right. all. But maybe he could be. But maybe he could be. Do you date somebody on who they are or their potential? Uh, well, it depends how good looking they are. But, like, uh, but, uh, but back, to, <laughs> back to the analogy at hand. Like, you're right. You're right. Um, I just, like, what if, right? Like, what, what if? I want everybody to ask themselves simply, what, what if? What if, Kyrie? What if Kyrie? He's a pain in the ass. A constant pain in the ass. But just what if? What if? Here's my question. Which athlete is a total pain in the ass but makes you still wonder, what if they were on my team? An athlete that's a total pain but always, no matter what, they make you wonder, can we fix them? What if they were on my team? 
Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. A player that you just give the biggest eye roll to at all times. Can't stand this person, but there's a little part in the back of your head that says, well, they might be a fit with your club, or maybe we should pursue this player. Kyrie's at the top of my list. I mean, there is nothing desirable about that guy. And he always wants to be the smartest guy in the room. But I keep thinking, now that I know he's going to be available, if the price is right, if he's available, (laughs) and not the price is right first take version, but like literally if the price is right, what if Kyrie was on the heat? If he could even a modicum embrace the heat culture, just how sick would the heat be? It's an athlete that's a total pain in the ass but makes you wonder, What if they were on my team? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, at KLV1063. Ernesto kicks us off in Boynton. Ernesto's on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Ernesto? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call and my day off. I don't like to sound, you know, start the day with, you know, that Nick Bancher, that Nick (laughs) Trudeau that you were Swinging around on the airwaves there. Oh, my God. Thank you, Stephen A. Smith. You're horrible. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, stop. Don't put Kyrie and New York in the same sentence. That is disgusting. It makes my stomach turn. Now, you want to say Kyrie and Miami? Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Take them. Go ahead. Try to twist this guy. This guy thinks that Magellan didn't exist. Come on, guys. This guy is crazy, man. This guy left his team... He left them really on the string of, like, you know, just leave them out to dry. And then say at the end of the press conference, say, oh, I don't know what happened this year, you know. You know, there was just no reason. Dude, you wasn't in the game. You you left them out to dry. How can you say at the end of the year, presser, that there's, you don't know what was the reason that you, you know, what happened this season? Uh, come on, man. That's the guy you want on your team? Look, if you want him in Miami, take him. My, that, I just don't want anything to do with, with New York at all. And keep on talking about New York. We will come back. We will rise. Hey, hey, the Rangers. Igor Shiskorskin, he won the Vesna Trophy. The best goalie is not in the playoffs. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. And Jeanette, appreciate you, Ernesto. Um, uh, by the way, do we really think the Knicks are going to be back before we die? Like, let's talk existentialism for a second. Like, where do you go when you die? Actually, are you going to be alive to see the Knicks come back? That's the existential question. So for me, I love Knicks fans and how petty and excited they get over nothing. So I love seeing their emotions. So I hope they never, I hope I never get to see the <laughs> Knicks back because we lose that excitement and that ridiculousness from them. Jeanette is beside herself right now over the mere thought that Kyrie Irving, like I, I would support at least the thought of Kyrie going to the Heat. Listen. You make you, no sense. You want to talk about culture? You want to talk about the only place maybe left in the NBA where Kyrie could find stability and an ability to, to contribute to a potential champion and do so with a team that is going to tolerate him if he does the right things? One the one club that's willing to take a chance but has shown the competence and the structure in order to mold players with maybe different brains into one common path, the only answer to that question is the Miami Heat. It is. I, it is. No, it downright is, though. He, he, the Heat are all he has left. I, I think if, if you can reach for another one, it would be finally giving in to his father and being tired of the pat on the heads and go back to LeBron and let LeBron lead him. Like he like he wanted to. He left because he was tired of him leading him and tired of being a two. But I think he's at the stage of his career where you're almost riding off into the sunset. You're leaning a little downhill. So you want to go back to dad and kind of run the show again. Come so it's either Papa. Come, come back to Papa. Come it's Miami Papa. or it's LA. Come back to Papa. To me, this reminds me of Antonio Brown when he went to the Patriots and everybody was like, oh, Bill Belichick will fix him. <laughs> Bill Belichick is going to set him straight. And then what happened? Nothing. Uh, He did not make it out of training camp even after living in Tom Brady's basement. Exactly. So I think Kyrie to the Miami Heat would be a dumpster fire because I don't think Pat Riley or Spolstra or anybody in that front offense 
can I, do anything. I do think he's a little less combustible than Antonio Brown. Do you? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like Antonio Brown is like violent combustible. Kyrie Irving is just mental, out of his mind, psychology. Combustible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's conspiracy theory combustible. He's right. tin foil combustible, which Antonio, is just as insane. Antonio Brown was like physically combustible. Yeah, they're both like just as dangerous. Different methods. Different methods. One's easier to cover up than the other. Exactly. There's physical yeah. abuse and emotional yeah. abuse. No, you're right. You're, <laughs> you know? you're totally right. You're, you're, I mean, Jeanette, Jeanette is right about that. But I just, I don't know. Maybe it's something wrong with me. Maybe I, I have some sort of deviation in my brain that is allowing this to seep in. It's like Stranger Things with the, with the, 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 the black monster that Never like, seen it. comes up my nostrils and into my nose. Thanks but, for spoiling it. Um, no, I mean, there, there's multiple seasons like that. It's what happens after. I didn't spoil Use anything Use the Ghostbusters monster. Instead of a Stranger Things monster. Speaking of... Uh, I got some beef with Ghostbusters. Jeanette's uh, Hollywood blockbuster blowout uh, reviewing Ghostbusters today is, uh, is <laughs> on, on tap, on deck. Um, but, but Kyrie in a heat uniform? W- could, it, could it fail? Sure. Would the heat be okay post-Kyrie? It, it wouldn't just be a, a flaming wreckage? Yeah, the heat would be okay. For me, other than the money... There's not much risk because they try and keep him in check. They try and keep him focused on basketball. And if it doesn't work out, all right, well, see ya. It's been real, and we'll just continue our culture process again. Like, that's, that's why I think it's worth it. Now, again, I don't know what his price is going to be. It's going to be hefty. You'd have to make a lot of considerations with your roster. That said, it, it just, just on its face, just a hypothetical, forget contracts, forget all that stuff. Kyrie with the Heat. With Jimmy, Jimmy, who is a big fan of Kyrie, Bam Adebayo, who's a big fan of Kyrie, like maybe it's a comfort place for him. <laughs> maybe it's a comfort place for him where he can take the tinfoil hat off and just play. Yeah, I don't hate it. Instead of drivel, go dribble. Is that good? That was great. Yeah. It was a stretch. That was a great one. That was pretty good. But I, I, I think... Not as good as the human Bitcoin, but you, good. No, no, that's really good. And that's what's going to stick for a long time. For sure. Because we're going to start deeming athletes as Bitcoin. And that's it's right. a really good call because a lot of them can crash and burn. But you said on its face. All of them. <laughs> on its face is, of course, something we can get behind, especially me. But Kyle Lowry is going into a second year on his contract. And we owe him $30 million. Yeah. Like, it is going to be a pretty penny in a lot of giant shifts to get um, Kyrie Irving on his roster. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I think if you ask Heat fans, especially after what we saw this season, if we could choose Kyrie or Kyle, I mean, I think it's an easy choice. I just, I think it speaks to a larger discussion about me. That even if the, yeah. Heat, if the Heat weren't my team, I still have this thing for Kyrie because the talent is there. And when he's engaged and good, he's engaged and good. And there are very few that can match up to him on an individual level. But from a team standpoint, what is it? Can you trust him? And can you, can you stomach the Kyrie, the guy? And those are the questions. But I keep going back to him as someone who is just a massive pain in the ass. I just, like, stop talking. Stop having thoughts about things. Like, it's just so stupid. But, man, could he help a team if he's in the right situation and he's still in his prime? I keep going back to him. Which athlete's a total pain in the ass but still makes you wonder, what if they were on my team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tony is in West Palm. What's up, Tone? What's going on? This, this conversation speaks to the delusional heat mind state. Y'all fans be bugging. <laughs> Yo, Levica, Levica, please keep talking that talk. You showing, you showing that you're really a Knicks fan underneath that, that skin, man. What you talking about? You want Kyrie Irving to destroy your heat? Please. Please. They would survive Please, it. The, the heat, the heat are like the cockroach in the nuclear Armageddon. Yeah, they just stick nah, around. Nah, 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 nah. I, I get where you're, tra- you're trying to throw that heat culture stuff around, but nah, brother. Where Kyrie needs to go to, he needs to go back to LeBron, where he should have been a long time ago. And if the Heat needed anything, if, if he, the Heat should be after anything, it'd be Kawhi Leonard. That's what y'all should be trying to focus on. And if anything he pisses me off about any athlete, it's not even an athlete. It's Kawhi's quad. That crap pisses me off, man. Kawhi's quad pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish he was. I wish he was healthy. I wish I he was sick. But I know he's. He's. Hey, yo. It's tough. 
Kyrie. You already know. But, yo, y'all don't want Kyrie on that team. Kyrie's excellent. He's a great athlete. He's beyond talented. Whatever his beliefs are is his, what, his, what his beliefs are. He's done amazing things in Brooklyn for the community as, as a whole. But y'all don't want him in the Miami uniform. You know what I mean? Y'all better go after Kawhi or something like that. Take that from a Knicks fan. Hey, yo, shout out Jeanette, Hall of Famer. Hola, bello. <laughs> Later, Tony. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, I got Ums Budsman uh, in the discussion about Antonio Brown. Uh, appreciate Big Poppy Cells uh, reaching out to me. Uh, hey, I'm listening and loving the show. Just have to correct you coming from a Pats fan to a Dolphin fan that A.B. caught a touchdown in his only game with the Patriots down here in South Florida. He's right. A.B. had one game. That was the opener. Uh, was it the opener? Yeah, it was the opener of that season. In the opener against the Dolphins, and he caught his touchdown pass, and then everybody hyperventilated and said, Brady, Brown, that's going to be the connection. And then that is when the allegations came out of the physical abuse, mm-hmm. and then that's when he lost his job with the Patriots and moved out of Tom Brady's basement. So, uh, Big Poppy, I appreciate it. You're right. I totally remember it now. I completely forgot about that, and I think it was part of my therapy process, my Dolphins therapy process. And then they did the same thing with the Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thanks. You're, you're exactly right. But even A.B. wore out his welcome there, too. A hundred percent. But it's it's like we've discussed. There are plenty of GMs who are like, even after taking off his jersey and his shirt and marching off the field at MetLife Stadium and all that nonsense last year, don't think this offseason there haven't been at least two or three GMs in the NFL who have thought to themselves, man, A.B. is a pain in the <laughs> ass. But should we bring him in for training camp? I promise you that, that those discussions have been had in multiple front offices in the NFL. And speaking as a Buccaneers fan, it's definitely a conversation when I have internally when it's, oh, Antonio Brown. But I have a nice little, my team has a nice little Super Bowl ring I was because of him. He was part of a title team. Like you would, even after what happened last year, if all of a sudden there was breaking news, Antonio Brown signs one-year deal with the Bucs, you wouldn't necessarily hate it. I'd be like, oh, no, yeah. give me more. You would have trusted that internally they figured something out and came to an agreement where they thought it was healthy enough for him to play on the team. And like, I'd, I'd be like, it. that's what friends do, you know? <laughs> they break up and then they come together. Just, they're, they've got a support system for them. It's no big I've gotten back with my exes before. You know, it's the I same mean, thing. I mean, yeah, Bruce Arians isn't there anymore. I bet Todd Bowles ain't, Todd Bowles ain't playing that BS. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we're talking about a pure hypothetical. Yeah. Here, but you're right. Todd Bowles is not uh, – that, that ship has sailed in Tampa. But Pun intended? I, ooh, man. You're all over it. Yar. I'm on fire I today. Know why I did you that. talked about NFL. G- <laughs> <laughs> you talk- yeah. Don't do that again. Uh, yeah. Yar. You talked about it being a, a hypothetical that, that NFL GMs have come calling. I mean, the latest news we've heard on AB is him playing in the fan controlled football league. So I think that the, the, his window he or that ship has most definitely sailed because he's not even sniffing the league right now. Like he's not, he won't play in the NFL. But well, but I'm not ready to make that declaration because again, NFL teams get desperate, and if they feel like hey, this is this is the constant sports thing, and we've discussed this with others before. But it's like the it's like the why why does does Pete Davidson, who is admittedly mentally ill, has so many issues. Why does Pete Davidson keep dating the hottest women on the planet? Why do you think that is? Because there are many women who inherently think they can fix him. There Mm. is this innate desire to fix I'm on board with this. Pete Davidson. This is a thing. And NFL teams, sports franchises think they can fix fix Kyrie. They can fix Antonio Brown. They can utilize them and put them in a comfort zone and fix them. Jeanette, this is a very real thing. This is something that happens. That 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 hey, I'm a successful woman. I'm a strong successful woman. This man is troubled. I can fix you. They want to take on that challenge. I need a buzzer. It's like, I mean, honestly, it's like, but it's like <laughs> it's when you're so dating. You're wrong it's, about that. It's the pursuit of somebody. What, uh, it's a, not a the partner, pursuit a boyfriend, of... a girlfriend. Like the pursuit, that's what has you feeling butterflies and you're tingling. You say, my God, I love this person. And then you're dating him and you're like, 
horror. Wrong. And then there's no more thrill. Y'all are Jean- so out of whack. Jeanette, there's another really female curious. in the room, so please not if you're agreeing. I'm really curious <laughs> as to what you're going to say, because I'm on board with that 100%. And please I think, use Morse code and tell me you're okay. I yeah. think, and I think in most cases for athletes, we're less smart than... And I, I'm speaking for me because I've been around a lot of not very bright athletes. Oh, so, so you're like, pretty smart. So I think NFL coaches know that they're smarter than a lot of the athletes, and owners know that they're smarter than the athletes. So yeah, there is a, a sense of I can control this person and change their mindset and outlook on life. Okay, first of all, I'm going back to the whole dating Pete Davidson thing. Uh-huh. Funny men are definitely in okay, like that's entertainment. Part of it. That's a huge part that's of it, part is it of not? It. It's. I mean, it's a part of it. It's a huge part of it. Okay, that's fine. She and dated I... the multi-millionaire, good-looking man in Kanye, okay? okay? Obviously didn't work. Now she wants some more fun, some emotional No, that's happiness. fine. But, but how do you so explain I... Kate Beckinsale? How do you explain... Um, <laughs> Ariana. Funny guys from, from are Ariana. in. Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Funny guys are in. And he's not that ugly. He's so mentally I mean, unstable, though. Going with that I thing, mean, like... He's very he's ugly. He's a six. I think if I we give him a six seven, but his personality but, turns him into like an eight and a half. Stone, nine. here's what's happening: is I think she thinks that I'm I'm ripping on Pete Davidson. I have nothing but love I for think, Pete Davidson. I respect Pete Davidson. By the way, anybody who's fifty or over listening to this show right now, they have no idea what we're talking about. Well, I mean, they they picked up on Pete Davidson once they saw him with Kate Beckinsale. Like they resided like, oh, <laughs> that's who's, fair. Who's, that's who's fair. her new boyfriend? That's I guess fair. Kate Beckinsale is in the like the fifty room. <laughs> right. I don't agree with the fact. Like your analysis of like Kim K picking oh, come Pete on. Davidson because she thinks he could fix him. Yes. I don't think no, it, no, I don't it's think that's why the Miami thing. Heat should get Kyrie. Oh, I think we could fix this man. That, that no, is, absolutely it's like not. I have a stable that's never a healthy relationship. Kim says my family is stable. Like we have family values. Her, we do this correctly. I think if Pete joined in, his true potential would be untapped and he'd be a better person. Right. Like you inevitably think Why that. do you think why do you think Courtney kept going back to Lord Disick? Because she thought she could fix him. We're getting really in the Kardashian weeds. But you're so right, too. But you're no, no. I haven't seen one episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Spot on. Like that is just that's great stuff, there, Ken. It really is. I completely disagree with both of you. Like Stone, I think we have our finger on the pulse of this entire. I do, Jeanette. Coming from one man who's married and the other one who's in a long-term relationship, I'm the only crazy single one here. So, so maybe you should listen to us. Yeah. So, Jeanette, you you all the time say you're a mess and say that you're crazy. I'm sober now. You're you're going to end up. Building a relationship with, I'm sober now. You're going to end up building a relationship with like a lawyer or somebody suited up, button and tie. And they're going to love you because you're a mess. And they're going to inherently think, I love that she's a mess. And yeah. I'm going to get her to calm down. And she's going to, she's going to be the best girlfriend, wife I've Absolutely. ever had in my life. So, so you're, you're Kyrie in this situation. I can get her you're to settle. you're calling me Kyrie? How do we turn into that I'm Kyrie? Jeanette is the radio Kyrie. She's the girlfriend Bitcoin. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. She, yeah, no, no, no. She's not gonna bottom you out like Kyrie does, but she's you. You constantly have to keep tabs on her. I'm like Bitcoin right now Ew! because you don't like that. To keep tabs I will on. say, I will say, just as Bitcoin is going down, I'm going down with this whole sobriety thing. I'm not as fun as I was, and I've Stay only been on this thing for like a week and a half. Stay strong. I'm doing my thing. Sobriety zero is much better than Bitcoin zero. That's a fact. You're gonna save money sober. Bitcoin. Enjoy your home while it lasts for the next week. Which <laughs> athlete is a total pain in the ass, but still makes you wonder, what if they were on my team? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. And again, I'm not ripping Pete Davidson. I'm not criticizing Pete Davidson. I respect him, and I do think he's funny. All I'm saying is that, is he Kim K-level dating partner? Absolutely not. I mean, that's laughable to think that. Uh, laughable. I, I, I've never been able Kate to understand Kate Beckinsale. It. She was in public at a Knicks game making out with Pete Davidson. Nobody who looks like Pete Davidson should nice. ever be in that situation. And that's why I respect him. It that's is, why I respect him because he's done it. There's a video going around of, of Kim Kardashian saying that he asked her to go get ice cream. She said, when he asked me, it made me so horny. I'm like, what? Like, that's, like, like who what? says that? What is, that's beautiful. But it like, should make you feel flowers. like that. Don't, hey, babe, you want me to get you flowers? Or like, no, hey, babe, you want to get me snacks? 
clothes are off. Let's go. Let's <laughs> that, me and Ken, that's never. It's never worked like that for us. I was gonna say, where, where, where is that magical? Don't world? bring me flowers unexpectedly. <laughs> bring me like chicken McNuggets, oh, and that's romantic. God, chicken Mc... Give me that chicken grease. Ken Levick alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu/slash/mba/sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, they are helping you to get your dream job in sports. And I mean like a legitimate job in sports, not like this nonsense we do on this sports talk radio show. I mean like front office. I mean like respectable stuff where you're not going to be talking about and hoping to get a paycheck for discussing Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian's relationship. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Take courses online or on campus in Boca Raton. 22 years of doing it, the standard in terms of postgraduate sport management degrees. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Which athlete is a total pain in the backside but still makes you wonder, what if they were on my team? We'll take your social media when we come back. You can give us a call, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Kyrie to the heat. Just just think about it. You don't have to fully embrace it. I haven't even fully embraced it. But all I'm saying, and I'm not close to it, we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Kyrie's a pain in the ass. Which athlete's a total pain, but you still wonder, what if they were on my team? There's still an appeal to you. Jeanette's getting ready to go to the Backstreet Boys tonight. Josh is going to the Backstreet Boys tonight. Is uh, is Tina? Yes, she is. Tina's going to the Backstreet Boys. Is marketing director Courtney going? I hope so. I feel like everybody I know is going to the Backstreet Boys tonight. Am I is, uh... Yeah! Are you or any of your family members going to the Backstreet Boys tonight? Yeah. Because it feels like this is going to be like 70,000 people. I, 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 social media? Look at Stone jamming. Am I in seeing person? you there, Stone? Ken, let's get, like, crawl onto the stage and cut the wires. Just ruin no, everybody's night. But here's, here's the thing. I actually am pro Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you were. He, he did pitch it yesterday. I'm, he was. I am pro Backstreet Boys. I'm not opposed to boy bands. Never have been opposed to I boy feel bands. Like y- you're also a very jealous human, so you could be speaking out of jealousy. Oh, no, no, no. But going back, if I were to do life over again, and that means born in 1984 like I was in the, the time span of my life, I would be in a boy band. I would move to Orlando at age 12. Hopefully not like link up with Lou Pearlman, but find someone else who isn't going to inappropriately touch me and rip me off and uh, build a boy band around that. Being in a boy band from about sixth grade on, like sixth grade through sophomore year of high school, that was the dream is to be in a boy band. To be like Howie. Well, not Howie. He sucks. But to be like uh, Nick Carter. one of the most attractive. Sure. But, but... Yeah, yeah, fine. Okay. Brian or was like AJ. The were the Backstreet Boys? Would you say they were the most the poster? Best, yes. No, like the were, were they the most posters in girls' rooms at that time? Probably no, boy no, I was gonna say. I'm yeah. So full disclosure, I'm way more of an NSYNC girl than I am a Backstreet Boys girl. Oh, really? I 100%. thought you were. I thought you were pro Backstreet Boys. No, in fact, on the way here, well, I was talking to my mommy on the phone, and she just told me she found all of my NSYNC dolls. Mm. And uh, she just dusted them off for me, and she's yeah. going to put them in my room. See, I always, because, like, NSYNC, obviously, I think the majority would say, yeah, NSYNC was better than Backstreet Boys, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Millennium, that album is album. the single greatest boy band album that's ever existed. Uh, no strings attached by NSYNC, I would argue, with you is better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're wrong. I get I, I get screwed. Stone, yeah. have you even? Do you know even know no, who we're I talking about? I get screwed. About? We get BTS and we get you know the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, and I don't. Stuff. I, I get, it's not the same. I don't get, it it is not that. the same. It's not the same at all. BTS also has like five hundred different like members. They like rotate through. I don't know. They really do. Uh, I think so. Oh. Uh, and, and then like Jonas Brothers, there's only three. Everyone knows a good respectable boy band has five members. Yeah, like, solid point. But, but, very but solid New point. Kids on the Block had four. But like that was a good base. They. You, they 
they were made so Backstreet Boys and NSYNC could thrive. You know what I used to do when I... Yeah, they were. They were. You're exactly right. Like, the universe put new kids on the block together in order to let NSYNC and Backstreet and Boys min- thrive. And Menudo. That's where Ricky Martin <laughs> and came Menudo, from. And Menudo, yes. That's where Ricky Martin came um, from. But, um... When I was in first grade is when New Kids on the Block uh, like really blew up. I was in first grade, new school. We moved from one side of my Chicago suburb to another. And uh, so I learned I learned the dance for the big single that uh, New Kids on the Block had. And at recess, I would, I would, I would dance to it and try and impress people so that I Do could make friends. Do you still know friends. it? I do not remember it anymore, and I'd probably tear my groin in about 500 different places if I tried. Oh, that's but that was a real thing. I would dance to New Kids on the Block at recess in, um, in first grade. I knew. Cool, all, right? That's great. I'm really happy for you. Yeah. Uh, I knew all of the bye-bye-bye dance moves, and I tried really hard to learn that I'm a slave by you by Britney Spears yeah, yeah, dance yeah, yeah. moves in my bedroom, but my mommy caught me and didn't like that song, so I got grounded for that. You got grounded. Yeah. yeah. It happens. It happens to the best of them. Uh, by the way, that's one of the hottest music videos of all time. 100%. Um, are you going to the Backstreet Boys tonight? Uh, are you pro Backstreet Boys or sync? It feels like everybody in this area is going to the Backstreet Boys. Uh, in a second, though, we'll get to the social media. The athlete is a total pain in the ass, but... Makes you wonder, what if they were on my team? I'd be sort of into it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Leo in Riviera Beach. Leo on Ken Levicka Live. Hi, Leo. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call, and thanks for talking about some childhood nostalgia today. I love it. I'm not going to the Factory Boys oh. concert. I wish I could so bad, because those are my squad. You know, like, like you can. I'm... I'm three years younger than you, so in my middle school days, Backstreet Boys yep. and NSYNC were, like, right in there. And prime. Leo, that's what you strived for, even if you didn't like boy bands. And let's be honest, there was a lot of us who were like, oh, I just know these songs because my sister. Like, whatever. That was, like, the, the go-to line. But if somebody came up to you and said, hey, move to Orlando, you're going to be part of this boy band, uh, you'd be like, I'm in. That works for me. Exactly. Like, and plus, I even I even vibed with like ninety eight degrees yeah. and O Town back in the day That's when right. they were killing O-town. it. So, O Town. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just think it's awesome that that uh, you know y'all are talking about it. And I personally knew the dance to you know that one Backstreet Boy song, "All I Have to Give," where they yeah. do the uh, dance yeah. with the hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always practice. I always practice the hat, the hat moves because I was like, "Oh, I love wearing hats! Like I'm gonna look so cool, like the Backstreet Boys." <laughs> uh, I love it. That's <laughs> and uh, hey, and and Young Kings out there, Young Kings out there, make that girl laugh because the funnier you are, yeah, see? The more time she spends with her eyes closed, she just hears you. It's more about the emotions, the feeling that the girls are feeling. Yeah, so see? if you can make them laugh and make their heart flutter by making them laugh. In there like swimwear, baby. Leo, that was very profound. I appreciate that. And I think think what we're going to do on this show, like we need to create a dating school. Are we credible? Well. Well, maybe not Jeanette, but she's dated a lot. I've dated a lot. She's dated a lot. Uh, I'm married. I can provide the youth. And you've been the in a long term. There, and you were part of you. You're you were a part of a long distance relationship that survived, yeah. and then the relationship continues. So four, you've bucked the odds. I feel like we're good authority on this. Yeah, for your survival. See, maybe it should be where you guys give me dating advice. No, but, but there you, are, there are more out there like you. Yeah, and you dated way more than I ever did. Oh yeah, fair. Being five five <laughs> and big ears didn't help that. Okay. Yeah, so at least I can acknowledge <laughs> I just thought, that. Dumbo, I'm sorry, Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, okay, see, Dumbo. that that was the common. That was the common. Uh, thanks for the the terrible memories. That was the 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 common uh, insult of me was Dumbo. Speaking so, of, well, everybody likes Dumbo Speaking though. Of, He's cute and cuddly. I received a text, Ken. I'm curious what you think. From my father, he was my boy band or my version of a boy band. Or me and my boys was ZZ Top. Nice. Why is that? Guitar? There is absolutely nice. nothing surprising about that. That like big tough Stones dad, Mr. Labanowitz, no dressing. Yeah, Mr. Labanowitz right. himself, who wants no condiments on any of his food. He just eats food for the natural organic <laughs> taste of it. Okay, this is a man whose boy band is ZZ Top. There is absolutely nothing shocking about that at all. Mr. Labanowitz, I strive to be like you. Which athlete is a total pain in the ass, but still makes you wonder, what if they were on my team? Boston Armin says Draymond Green. That is an excellent one because Draymond, 
That dude was such a, a, a fake yesterday, throwing around all those swears and the F word on national oh, TV, yeah. like some phony tough guy. But the thing is, when he gets on the floor, I don't know how he is off the floor, but when he gets on the floor, he is a tough guy. He is the guy you want to line up to. He's going to throw elbows around. He's going to jaw. He's going to play mind games. He might be a pain. He is grating, but I'd love to have him on the heat. That's heat culture. Draymond's heat culture through and through, man. Draymond's a really good one, and I find an interesting fan in him in LeBron James. LeBron James seems to take sides with Draymond Green and everything, yeah, and I think LeBron that, knows. Yeah, he he wants like he's the, he's the Rodman to MJ. Like he would be you LeBron's know. most successful run in the NBA came when he had UD doing the things that Draymond Green does right now, and Birdman doing the same things that Draymond Green does right now. Facts. Uh, Bill tweets, I often wonder if I could blindly support Marcus Smart if he was flopping around in the red and black. There's rumors Marcus Smart to the heat. Like, they're, they're interested. I mean, they're classy According stuff. To who? You? Like, where are these rumors this, coming from? That's, that's, just, that's like, I don't know. I don't know what the rumors are. I, I just haven't seen the rumors. I have no idea. But could I envision Marcus Smart in a heat uniform? Per Five Reasons Sports and Adam Bore. Really? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Well, that's that's legitimate then. All right. I I would be okay with Marcus Smart being a member of the Heat. I could get over the flopping if he was flopping in a Heat uniform. Ugh. I wrote down KD, Kevin Durant. Yeah, he's a pain, but he's a pain for different reasons because he's just constant he's, drama. Yeah, you. For- I don't want that on. I wouldn't want that on my team. But you instantly forget about the pain he brings because because he's, he's going to drop player. thirty-eight. Yeah, he's the best player in the world. Yeah, you can say the same thing about Kyrie. Yeah, but Kyrie is like, is conspiracy theory pain in the ass. KD is just like Twitter troll pain in the ass. That's fair. Imagine what kind of defense Miami's putting out there. Marcus Smart, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. <sighs> Struis is going to play some defense. I mean, you don't, scoring. you don't have to score 86 a night. <laughs> awesome. I mean, that's facts. It would, be, it would be boring, but it would be awesome. I wish everybody could see the way you two look just geeking out on this hypothetical it is pathetic i think it's it, it's it's spurred by miami has to make moves this off season so like we know something's coming and we're just throwing out hypotheticals because one of them's gonna hit yeah one of them keep throwing them out who, one of them is about to who in the nfl is is a total pain but you're like i mean i almost feel like tyree kill fits that mold right like it's not like tyree kill has this squeaky clean history but man you love his speed you love his rot running, and now he's a dolphin. I know I'm jacked about it. Tyreek Hill likes to go on podcasts and declare that Tua is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Like, But I'm into it. Stirring the pot a little bit? I'm into stirring the pot, absolutely. This morning I had written down Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham is great. That's in a the, good one. In the Rams, That's it a good showed one. it. Yep. And I think maybe Odell is like you take him in in little appetizer yeah. portions. I don't hors know. Hors or however you say that word. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Oh. Did you say hors d'oeuvres? Oh. <laughs> Something like that. It's worse than anything I've ever said, Jenny. <laughs> really? Hors d'oeuvres. Uh, please in the break. Please make sure you find that. We're gonna we're gonna decipher what her first attempted hors d'oeuvres was. Hors d'oeuvres. Because I believe it was hors d'oeuvres. I think it was hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh man, that was perfect. She's Jeanette Javier. Hors d'oeuvres. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Jeanette tries to pronounce hors d'oeuvres. In just a moment, we'll give you the result of that. Spoiler alert. She didn't even come close to saying hors d'oeuvres. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. If your AC is going on, if it's giving you trouble, if it's flat out dead, it's flatlined, well, you got to do something because you can't go an entire summer without AC. You can't go an entire day in South Florida without AC from about now until eh, November. That's just part of the reality. Of living here in South Florida, summer comes, it's hot, and then it's more hot, and then it continues to be hot, and oh yeah, it's humid, more humid than any place in the country. Other than that, super comfortable. 
Make sure your AC is right. If you have any problems, EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. There are a lot of AC companies out there. A lot of them. And they'll all tell you, oh, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best, we do this. But only EDS Air Conditioning is saying, hey, we're going to try and make appointment schedules around your time. We're family-owned and operated. Been doing it since 2006, and we're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. All these things, EDS is the place to go to. EDS is yes. Send up your appointment, edsairconditioning.com. EDS Air Conditioning, Palm Beach County. It's where they service and surrounding areas. That's EDS edsairconditioning.com so before the the break we were uh we were we were just discussing portion sizes we were discussing what was the context of it do you remember we were discussing uh Kyrie? You get, yeah you get uh Kyrie in portions like you yeah, get his yeah, bad small things. portions appetizers in appetizer size portions yeah and I, I, and I was like, yeah, appetizer-sized portions. That's where you can really maybe – or we were talking about Odell Beckham. Yeah, it was, it was Odell. Odell Beckham. It started with a conversation about Kyrie, but Odell Beckham. We've seen with the Rams, if you if you use him in, in appetizer-sized portions like last year, he can help you win a title. Maybe not three years, maybe not four years, but like half a season or one season, appetizer-sized, that's perfect. And Jeanette decided to, uh, to, to chime in uh, with <laughs> – with an additional name for a small portion, a small culinary portion. And and Jeanette tried to say hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres, like you get at a party on a plate. Someone offers them, would you like an hors d'oeuvre? Ah, yes, sure. You take the toothpick and you enjoy the hors d'oeuvre. But this is how Jeanette pronounced hors d'oeuvre. Hors d'oeuvres. One more hors time. Hors Uh-huh. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Oh, wait a minute. Hors d'oeuvres. Or divorce. Or divorce. <laughs> or divorce. Yeah, definitely not hors d'oeuvres. Jeanette, what is what is an hors d'oeuvre? It's a food that you're give that's given to you on a toothpick. It's what they pass on the plate like before the wedding. You I, know, these people go around with the food. I respect you going for it, having no oh, idea how to pronounce it, just you. full yeah, fledged. She did not flinch. Listen to the confidence <laughs> in Jeanette's presentation <laughs> as she attempts to pronounce hors d'oeuvres. Or divorce. I mean, she just threw it out there full throttle. <laughs> Why full is the space there? With her chest. There's a space there and there's a comma there, which it's means French. there's a pause. Right. It's another It's dialogue. French. It's a different language. Oh. That's why. Why are you anti-French? Or I'm not anti-French. I just, you know, why is the space there? It's a very confusing word. So, so Jeanette, how do you, Jeanette, how do you pronounce uh, hors d'oeuvres? Or divorce. Wait, no, Jeanette. Or hors d'oeuvres. Or divorce. Hey, Jeanette, what do you get at a party? Those little bite-sized morsels. Or divorce. Or d'oeuvres. Why is the space there? Why is there an apostrophe? One more time for for old time's sake. Or divorce. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.